sponsors. Chipples. Are you gay? You need a job. Are you well, sure? we got a perfect one for you. Come be our pickle. Down at Chipples. Where you pickle it for some chipplets. What? <laughs> Chipples! <laughs> Chipples. When you're here, you're here. Ba da ba ba ba. Chipples. <laughs> Chipplets. Oh, God! <coughs> I'm pickling it. Okay, so, um. Welcome to the future. The future is now. The future is now. The future is now. Segways. Segways. No, we're doing crime. We're doing crime. Crime! <laughs> Sorry, I was really confused. I was like, okay, let me just switch to my page. The Roaring Twenties. Gangsters. Organized crime. Prohibition. Prostitutes. Prostitutes. Flappers. Short haircuts. These were the ingredients to make the perfect little girls. But the ankles. <laughs> oh, let me see that ankle. Professor Utonium added a secret ingredient. Chemical, Chemical X. X. Is prohibition over yet? We're born. The body, the blood, the michelada, a podcast. Welcome to the body, the blood, the michelada, a podcast. I'm Natalie Cowie. <laughs> I'm Paul Rugger. I'm a bitch. She sure is. She sure is. This is the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> Welcome to the Twenties. We get short haircuts and we show a little bit of ankle. Mm. I hope flappers make a comeback. I do too. That'd be cool. And gangsters. I hope there's just gangsters everywhere in organized yes. crime. Ooh, and who was that woman that would go into bars with El Chapo? Maybe, maybe El Chapo made his way out of prison again. Oh, Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about the twenties? My my favorite thing about the twenties uh, is that we don't live there. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about like not of being not in growing up in the 1920s. Um, you would have no rights. Nope. Um, you know what my favorite thing about the 20s is? The Judy Foster. Oh, Judy Foster. Oh, Judy Foster. Yeah. Wait, was she alive in the 20s? She was alive in the 20s. She, she died in, in 1933. Okay, there she is. So she was active in the 20s. Mm-hmm. That's when... That's when when she, her silent movies were coming out. Yeah, 1927. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm way, sure. to, way to throw it back, guys. Yeah. Good throwback to episode numero uno Woo! of season one. Never forget your roots. Never forget your roots. I can't believe we started this podcast 14 years ago. I know. It's crazy. We're in we were also young then. Season 18. Um, mm-hmm. It's great. We've never missed a week. Nope. Isn't Not that crazy? Going strong. Not Never missing one. a single episode. Imagine what it would be like if we missed episodes. God, we would be stupid, stupid. Even just for stupid. President Trump's assassination, we stayed. We strong. stayed strong. You know what? There were twelve assassins at mm-hmm. the same time, so none of them were convicted because that's double jeopardy. You can't convict two people of the same crime. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And 
You know what? President Kardashian, she's really she's she really, really turned this country around. Up. It's great. It's just great. Ah! She's done so much for us. I think it just got stabbed by an assassin. Mmm. Oh, what's that? What's going on? It's not made of chipples. Mm. How did she get your number? I don't know. Who is this? It's Bernie Sanders. It's Bernie Sanders just texted me. <laughs> That's a stupid way to spell the name Carolyn. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell her that. <laughs> your name is stupid, Carolyn. She's like, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. I'm voting for Warren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warren Kamala, 2020. Woo! It's the new year, everyone. Yes, happy new year. Happy Welcome new back year. to the 20s. 2020, 2020. You can't tell, but we're all dancing. Yeah, we're dancing. It's not real dancing. Oh, I'm just I need seizing. to look up a story, sorry. Oh, the roaring 20s. Not roaring uh, 20s. Let's bring back, um, we can bring back prohibition. We can no. bring everything. Uh, we can bring back racism. I mean, it never left that's us. That's still here. No, that's still very much um, We can take away women's right to vote. We can take away gay rights. We can take away everyone's right except for white Stop men. Stop taking away my rights. We're in the 20s. It's... it's. Give me back my booze. <laughs> Anything but the booze. If you take away my booze, I'm taking away yours. But mine... I have a prescription. Well, if you have a prescription, you need it. It's true medicine. Were they still treating women for hysteria in the 20s by masturbating them in doctor's offices, or was that before? Isn't that when that started? Is that when that started? Could you imagine like, you're sad, so they're like, oh, we gotta masturbate you. Yeah, so they just shove a dildo in you? Yeah. They're like, why aren't you enjoying this, ma'am? People were stupid. People we were, were stupid, so but stupid. also... Jesus Christ. All of those husbands were bad. They were bad husbands. Bad husbands. Yes. Yeah. What are we drinking? Ooh, today, in honor of Prohibition, I made French 75s. Ooh, they are delicious. They're so good. Mm. Great. They're very lemony. Thank you. It has a lot of lemon. It's a gin. It's making my heartburn flare up. <laughs> Elderflower liqueur. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Champagne and lemon. Thank you, cocaine. Christy Brinkley. And cocaine. Christy Brinkley was Thank not again, alive in the Christy 1920s. Brinkley. Uh, we do always turn to your champagne in times of need. Yes. And you have always come through for us. Thank always you so much, through. Christy Brinkley. Uh, we are thankful for you, Christy Brinkley. Yes. I'm thankful for Christy Brinkley. To Christy Brinkley, everyone. To Christy Brinkley. Christy Brinkley. Clink. Clink, clink. It would clink more, but I have a plastic cup. You have a plastic cup. cup. Like, if you stop breaking them, I would give you real cups. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah, basically. Fuck. So how was everyone's 2019? <sighs> it was okay, I guess. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Like, the terrible things happened, but not to me. Yeah, that's how I feel about global warming. Yeah, exactly. It's not real because Greta I'm Greta Thunberg's right not having a great 2019. Like, she's having a great 2019, but also she's still fighting for her cause. Donald Trump is still president. Uh, Mitch McConnell's still in the Senate. I know. Um... Oh, Trump was impeached, though, in 2019, so that's pretty that's cool. That's true. That is pretty cool. Makes him the third third president to be impeached yep. in the House. I'm, I'm the 
What? Sophie will be the fifth. Sophie will be the fifth. Fun fact, Donald Trump is the first cast member of Home Alone 2 Lost in New York to be impeached by the oh. House of Representatives. Before Macaulay Culkin? Before Macaulay Culkin. That's amazing. I don't crazy? believe it. Right? I don't believe it. Uh, You're a fucking liar. I know. Why I'm a liar. You, why are you lying? Why are you lying, liar? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. The 20s. The back 20s. Back to the 20s. Back to the 20s. Back to the tw- Instead of back to the future, it's back to the 20s. Back to reality. Back to life. I have a story I would Ooh. love to tell you. You're uh, going to tell us a story? About the 20s. The 20s. Ooh, I would about love to hear it. The Roaring 20s. The Varbird was not there. <laughs> no, he was he not wasn't. alive in the 20s. Um, His mother might have been. Would she have been? How old is LeVar Burton? I don't know. He's maybe 50? So the 20, 100 years. So there are people who were alive in the 20s that are alive today. My Olita was alive in the 20s. My grandma was born in 1929. She's she, dead now. She, um, she's not alive today, though. She does not fit into this category. She doesn't. So I'm going to tell you a story. My grandpa was also alive in the 20s. He was born in 1912. But he Ooh. also doesn't fit into the criteria. He's of dead. being He's alive. Dead. I hate to have to bring that up, but... He died when I was three. Ooh, there are turtles that were alive in the 20s. Like tortoises? What? Yeah, they, tortoises. Live, they live hundreds of years. It's crazy. I think it's also birds. like Some birds? And birds. sharks. I think sharks. Whales? Whales. Do whales live that long? I think there are also some trees. Trees. There are trees alive yeah. today that were alive in the 20s. It's crazy. I know. Super crazy. That's life, though. That's life. That's life. Okay, you I'm going to tell you about Carl Otto Wanderer. Oh. He was born on June 26, 1985, to German immigrants in Chicago. He dropped out of school before high school, but he started a successful high butcher shop. And, yeah. He made decent money. He enlisted in the Illinois Cavalry, and he later became a lieutenant in the Army. Oh, good for He him. served as a machine gunner during World War I. When he returned from war... He was seen as a war hero. He was greatly praised by friends and family, given a hero's welcome. Nice. Good for him. In 1919, he married his then-girlfriend, Ruth Johnson, and the two moved in with her parents, because that was kind of common back then. Okay. As it is common again now. Yeah. That married couples are moving back home because we can't afford things. So moved in with her parents into their apartment. Um, Ruth became pregnant shortly after. Well, congratulations, Ruth. But upon learning of this news, Carl became distant towards his family. Oh, sad. He no. sort of pulled back. He often spoke about how he missed the army and wished that Ruth would let him re-enlist. On June 21st, 1920, Carl and his wife were returning home from the theater. Shots were heard in the hallway outside their apartment, and Ruth's mother rushed outside to see what happened. When she came out of the apartment, she found Carl on top of another man, who he had just shot, and Ruth was laying dying just steps away. Ruth's last words to her mother was, My baby is dead. Oh no! According to Carl, the man had followed them from the theater and followed them into the little like is hallway. This Batman? <laughs> this is Batman's origin story. <laughs> this is Batman's. Why'd you spoil it? I'm sorry. God damn it. We know which one's lying now. Damn it. So he followed them into their little hallway into the apartment. Con- like, it's like a apartment hallway. Yeah. And one- was going to rob them. Mm-hmm. So Carl drew his gun, and then the stranger drew his gun and started firing wildly. 
almost all of the rounds hit Ruth, and Magic. Carl didn't receive any injuries. He wasn't hit once. Well, that's luck. So Carl was praised for his heroic efforts in trying to save his wife. He killed the assailant like he's a hero. However, circumstances around Ruth's death were suspicious enough to start a police investigation. The first suspicious thing was that when investigators were looking at crime scene photos, they noticed that Carl's pistol and the pistol of the assailant were almost identical. So they researched into the pistols. The one that the stranger had been used had been sold to Carl's cousin Fred years earlier. Oh, okay. So how did this random stranger come into contact with this gun? Secondly, investigators found that Carl had been having an affair with a 17-year-old woman named Julia Schmidt. Oh, okay. Carl had told Julia that once he divorced his wife that they would get married. So after finding all this information out, the police arrested Carl. Mm-hmm. He denied the claims, but he was confronted with the fact that earlier the day that his wife had died, she had withdrawn $1,500 from her bank account, mm-hmm. which in 1920 is a lot of money. A lot of money, yeah. And they had found that money stashed away in Carl's belongings. So oh. they're like, this is weird. And when they found that out, he pretty much confessed. He was like, you know what? I did it. So he told investigators that he murdered his wife and the stranger to make it look like a robbery. After finding out that Ruth was pregnant, he hired a vagrant to fake a mugging. Mm-hmm. Uh, his plan, or this wasn't a plan, he told the stranger to pretend to rob them. He would fight him off and make him look like a hero to his wife. Mm-hmm. However, Carl had other plans. Yeah, he's just going to murder a homeless man. His plan was to use two separate guns. So he brought the two separate guns to murder both of them with a different gun to make it look like... Your screen turned off. No! We're still recording. We're still good. Yeah! Yay! We're at 15 minutes! What Woo! a great time to be alive. So Happy he... New Year, everyone! Yay! Yay! Uh, to all acquaintances be forgotten So, I don't even know where he was. Um, two guns. Yeah, two so guns. He, he brought two guns uh, to kill both of them. So he just shot his wife point blank like yeah. ten times. Then shot the guy, planted the gun on him, and then basically fell down and was like, oh no, I've been shot. He should have shot himself too. He should have shot himself because really, like, she was shot over ten times, and he didn't receive a single shot. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So, his true motive was never really discovered, because Carl claimed multiple things, his defense lawyer claimed multiple things. Uh, it was anywhere from that he murdered her to steal the money, or that he murdered her because she wouldn't let him re-enlist in the army, and he really wanted to. Um, so, f- during the first trial, he was put on trial for murder. His defense team argued that he was insane. They even brought his own family to attest that they were also insane and that they had a family history of craziness in their like. Okay. Yeah. So the first trial ended in a hung jury. They could not come to a conclusion. Yeah, they wouldn't convict. So, new jury, new trial. He was convicted and was given a twenty-five year sentence for manslaughter. That's all you. Twenty-five years for murdering your wife point blank. Then. 
he was put on trial for murdering the stranger. Because uh-huh. he also murdered this guy. Uh, he was convicted of first-degree murder. And for the murder of this complete stranger, he was sentenced to death. What? So murdering his wife, 25 years. Murdering this complete and stranger. and child. Yes. That's two people. Natalie, of course it's not going to be as severe. It's a woman. As this random stranger oh, that, that he found on the true. streets. I'm it's so a woman. Stupid. That's true. Second so class st- citizen. I'm so stupid. Fucking moron. That shit is good. I found a cap. Thank you. So, he was sentenced to death. That's my favorite setting spray. It's good. It's really good. He was hanged on September 30th, 1921. Good. And before... I mean, I don't support death, but good. What a dick. While he was being hanged, he was singing. Okay. Okay. Like, as they were putting the noose around his neck. What was he singing? Um, I was going to put in the song... Oh, there's a whore. What was his name? Wanderer. But I didn't... It's whatever this song that's playing in the background is. That's exactly what it was. I'm Googling it real quick. Dear Old Pal of Mine. But I don't know what that song is, so I didn't think it was relevant. Probably some 1920s bullshit. That's why. Should we Google it? Do you think... I feel like it's that Green Day song. I'm like, should I play it on YouTube? Um... I wonder Ooh, if we it's... should play it instead of our outro. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That would actually be really cool. But I wonder if it's, like, copywritten, but... It's John McCormick, Dear Old Pal of Mine from 1918. Isn't that out of... Wouldn't that be out of the, uh... As long as he doesn't have any... Damn it, there's an ad playing. Members. Oh my god, Paul. That ad is copyrighted. It's this song. Let's give a little. So just imagine him singing this. Westway. While and he's I being hanged. I ate the devil's dick. <laughs> His name was Jack Nicholson. Okay, that's enough of that. Supposedly he's still alive. So yeah, he died. He murdered three people. Do you know that Jack Nicholson found out that his sister is his mother and his mother, who he thought was his mother, was his grandmother? Oh, yeah, that's I heard sad. That. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. sad. Which also was the plot of uh, Chinatown, which is a movie Jack Nicholson is in. Oh. So he should have known. Yeah. All the clues were there for him. Didn't that also happen to John Lennon? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that... Huh. Maybe. I think that happens a lot with, like, young teenage pregnancy. Yeah, because it's shameful. How dare you? Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson. Um, apparently... Born in the 20s. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, he was. No, he's not. He's not 90 years old. Come on. He's in his 80s. Um, Angelica Houston, love of his life. Is she? Also, like, same. Yeah. Know. Like, I get it. Apparently, he was hung. Jack oh. Nicholson? He still is. I mean, he's still alive. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Lot. Yeah, good for him. Big right. dick energy. Big dick energy. Well, no. You could have a big dick, but not big dick energy. That's yeah. True. Meat you can also have energy. a tiny dick and have big dick energy. Yeah. It just, it's a confidence thing. It's a confidence have thing. big dick energy. I there think we all have big dick energy. We have big dick energy, yeah. I think so. Fuck off. I uh, also have a story. Is it about a big dick? No. Oh, okay. Though, this person, Joni, has big dick energy. Mm, okay. So this is Joni, the bear cat mocket. Her okay. name was the bear cat. I don't know. Apparently, that's what a is a mocket? 
Mocket's her last name. Oh. I thought <laughs> your she was called like the Bearcat Mocket. No, no. And I was Joni, like, the Mocket. And then in parentheses, the Bearcat, and then Mocket. Mocket, got it. Yes. Mocket in my pocket. Mocket in my pocket. Are you happy to see me, or is that just a Mocket in your Ooh. pocket? <laughs> is that a Bearcat in your pocket? Mm. <laughs> Or, or is it Big Dick Energy? Uh, it's Big Dick Energy. So, Joni was born in Kansas to wheat farmers. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> is this just the Judy Garland story? No! Is this the Judy Foster story? No. Is was this... Judy Garland born to wheat farmers? Is this about Linda? No, but she was a farmer in The Wizard of Oz. Linda! Like, her parents were What's farmers. her oh, name? Her aunt? Linda. Yeah. Linda. Darnell. Da- Linda Darnell. It's about her. There's fixings. Calvin, we can't eat meat in here. Well, there's other things. Then there's stringy yeah. meat. Paul's here. You Stop we'll, it. Go we'll back. Thank you very much, Calvin. Thank you. Um, we should have ordered him um, food. vegan ramen. Yeah. Or we still can. It's only 6 o'clock. We have to leave soon, though. Oh. Um, so... There is a veggie grill near, near the there. Is, the first but we're board. not going to get out till like 10 or 10.30. Oh. Mm. Burger King. Go ahead. So during the First World War, um, there was a wheat shortage. Mm-hmm. So all of the wheat got taken from like alcohol creation to be sent to the troops. So there was a shortage of alcohol in 1917 due mm-hmm. to World War I. During this time, though, her dad wasn't about to give up the sauce. Yeah. So he made moonshine. Ooh. Moonshine. And Joni, his daughter, learned this from her her dad. Oh, God. So in 1919, when everyone started talking about prohibition and it started growing a lot of traction uh-huh. and people were like, fuck alcohol, she kind of put two together was like, they're going to get rid of alcohol. I need to do something. So she started stockpiling alcohol that was already that was already existing, like whiskey and gin uh-huh. and all of this. And then she started making her own moonshine, so that she was ahead of the game. So then, when prohibition started, she had supply. Okay. Yeah, she started her own speakeasy. Nice. Yes. She's cool. Yes, she was like, "I'm gonna get ahead of this. Fuck everyone. Like, I'm gonna break some laws. This is gonna be great." So, um, she opened her own speakeasy, and she allowed not only men, but women in. And, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but before 1920, women were not allowed in bars or saloons. It was men-only places. Gross. Yeah, gross. So, she opened the speakeasy and allowed women in. Fuck yeah! Yeah, so so now there's men and women. She also allowed, uh, there was live jazz music. Jazz. And jazz with all the, the rage. The devil's horns. The devil's horn. So her place was like popping ass shit. Yeah. She was amazing. She also made sure, like, she paid <coughs> her goons well. So she was always, she always knew when the cops were coming, when the raids were coming. And she would let the cops, like, get a couple good raids in so that they felt like they were doing their job. Oh. Uh-huh. But she was always, like, she always had something up her sleeve. Yeah. Um, she became really popular. She got a lot of cash. Um, but she kept her head in the game. Like, she didn't turn to bigger crime. Because she didn't want to be too much on, like, the cops' radar. Yeah. You know, if you're just selling 
booze. It's a crime, but it's not as bad as like drugs. Yeah. The one time, sorry, the one time she did get caught and she was going to go to jail, she was like, what? I'm just a girl. I I didn't do any of this. It was my husband. He's the brains. I was just here. Please, I didn't do anything. I didn't even know what was happening. They believed her. Her husband got arrested. He ended up going to jail for her. And then she just kind of like disappeared into the ether. She was Uh like, taking my money. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Wow. Yeah, she was one tough-ass bitch. And she made it out. Which is amazing. Joni Mockett, like, you're my hero. She's so cool. Yeah. We should have a speakeasy and just call it the Bearcat. Oh. That would be cool. Or the Mockett. Ooh, we could call it the Mockett. I like that, the Mockett. Oh, yeah, this is the Mockett now. Yeah. There it is. Yes, welcome to the Mockett. Welcome to the Mockett. Um, fuck you. I have a rocket in my pocket. Ooh. Mm. Did it go off at the Mockett? I don't know. Oh. Anyway, that's my story of Joni Mockett, who took the prohibition and the depression and made it her bitch. That's my dog barking. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tell us his story about the 20s. That was a beautiful story. I believe Ollie was there in the 20s. Thank he you. probably was. He looks like it. Yeah. He looks like he could be, definitely. So what do you feel about, like, prohibition? Um, it was stupid. It was stupid. Because they weren't stopping anything. People no, were still people drinking. No, people were still drinking. And then it was just really about anti-immigration. Because they were like, you know who drinks? The Catholics and the Germans. Mm. The Catholics and the Germans. The Germans do drink a lot, though. Yeah. So Europeans in general, they drink so much. True. They put us to shame. And to be fair, prohibition did work in a sense. People do drink now less than they did That then. is true. But it was just ridiculous. Because eventually in the, in the prohibition... They were poisoning, like, anything you could make alcohol uh-huh. out of and killing people. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But it's the same thing. now with, like, the war on... The war on drugs. Another guest. There's late. The war on drugs, yeah. Yeah, the war on drugs is a disaster. It's the same. It's basically prohibition, but for drugs. And Look at that. So now. what? I want to snort a little Coke. It's fine. Exactly. No, I agree. Like, if you want to snort Coke, like, snort Coke. That's it your should, own business. It should be done safely. And it should be taxed. Yeah. Because, yeah. Fuck off! We're losing a lot of money with Coke. At least, yeah. Well, at least now we're getting the money from... Mostly Coke, though, I think. (laughs) I think more Coke than heroin. At least we're getting the money from marijuana sales. Well, we're not even really getting the money from marijuana. Uh, We're getting tax money from it. Kind of. Well... But they don't really... Because there's no bank accounts and there's nothing you really... Yeah. We're losing. We should do what Colorado does. Yeah, no, no, no. We could definitely be better. Because Colorado has, like, too much money from marijuana. I know. Bills. They don't know what to do with it. They should so, give it to us. Much like the last episode that we recorded, mm-hmm. I don't have a story prepared. So I'm just going to read you a Murderpedia article. Okay. A Murderpedia article? It's like the Wikipedia, but with murder. And um, this is what I found. And I've heard this story before, so I was like, huh, people might want to hear it. Okay. People want, might want to hear it, right? People want to hear, let me hear the story. You want to hear this story. Alberton, Alberton, 
His name is not Albertine. Albertine. Albertine Dolomite. <laughs> Have you seen Dolomite yet? Not the new one. I want to see it. He was he was a miner. He came from Colorado, out here to California in the 1920s. Um. Mr. Dolomite. Not Dolomite. Mr. Dolomite. He started a deli in San Francisco. We're gonna okay. visit it next. We're gonna next visit month. it next month. We're gonna go see well, the. Well, when you listen to it, well, this month, this month, this is gonna. It's oh, it's this month. It's called the Dola Deli. The okay? Dola Deli. The Dola Deli. It's in the Castro District. It was the first gay deli in San Francisco. It opened in 1927. It ran consecutively for 73 years. Uh, in 19, what would that be? 1999 mm-hmm. is when it finally closed down. Someone burned it down. It was awesome. They have. They have a statue to represent it. They do. It's on the corner. It's on the corner. It's actually on Castro. It's Castro and 7th Street in San Francisco. You can go. You can see the statue. We're going to take a picture. It's a statue of Albertine Dolomite. And it's it's beautiful. He has a big hoagie. He has a big hoagie. It was his dream to make. And he's shoving it in his mouth. Mm. He's shoving it into his ass, actually. It just looks like a mouth because it was gaping. (laughs) He was in the Castro, after all. You got a point there. He didn't take too good care of himself. He didn't take good care of himself. He was morbidly obese. It's a big statue. It's a big statue. Sometimes in the summer, you just stand next to it and get the shadow. And it it's says, cool you down. on the inscription, it says, Welcome to Triples. <laughs> Brought to you by Triples. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm tell you a story about somebody not named Albertine. <laughs> Albertine Dolomite. Remember his name. He it was important. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> his name... His name was Albert Hamilton Fish. Hamilton okay. Fish? Albert Hamilton Fish. Is that that fish that they put in sauce? Yeah. It kind of dissolves in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anchovies. Ah, dolomite. It's, it's a type of, it's a type of anchovy. Anyways, this motherfucker, he was an American sadomasochist serial killer and cannibal. Oh. He was also known as the Gray Man. The werewolf of Wisteria, and possibly the Brooklyn Vampire. Oh, he's a vampire and a werewolf. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he was a terrible person. Terrible. Person. Not nothing like Albertine. Dolomite. No, he was a saint. He he really cleaned up the Castro. He cleaned up the Castro. He did. Um, this, After that, Harvey Milk oh, destroyed it with his liberal policies. Disclaimer, I'm reading this word from word from the Murderpedia. Okay. But in a funny voice so I don't get sued. I mean, I don't think it could sue you. The Wikipedias are like open source. Oh, that's right. Anyways, this motherfucker. He wanted me to give him $3. <laughs> this, this motherfucker was like, no, this money. one didn't ask me for money. This one didn't ask me for money. They're better than Wikipedia. The, the, the Murderpedia. Anyways, Albert was like boasting that he had children in every state. I got home. And then he, he put the figure the at around 100 children all over the country. Although um, it wasn't clear whether he was talking about molestation <laughs> or cannibalization. Um, Abby, Abby in a child in every state. And um, we don't know if it was true or not. 
So this is just going on his word. Who who's like? Guess what I have to come and brag about? And, um, I ate a child. He was a suspect in at least five killings in his lifetime, and um, he confessed to. Um, well, how did I get into a southern accent? I don't know, because first of all, we were talking about the Castro. <laughs> <laughs> um, he confessed to three murders that police were able to trace to to a known homicide and confessed to stabbing at least two other people. And he, he just was, walked around stabbing people? And he was put on trial for the kidnapping and murder of uh, Miss Grace Bud. You know who would have never let that happen? Albertine Dolomite. Albertine Dolomite. He and, would. Um, he would have never. But good. 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 This what is was a her good name? Ending. One more time. What was her name? Oh, Grace Bud. Grace Bud. I had a neighbor named Grace when I grew up in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. She was the sweetest little thing, you know. She didn't die, did she? She died when she was seven. Tuberculosis. <laughs> it was tuberculosis from from working in the. Uh, Mines. The mercury mines. They used to rub it right on their skin. Made it so smooth. She looked like a little porcelain doll. She was the most beautiful corpse we've ever seen. It wasn't just an open casket. It was an open burial. <laughs> just a big glass. You it just walk tossed right over it. Lawn. We could have covered in dirt. That that wouldn't do good to That wouldn't be Not bad. Grace. Anyways, this motherfucker was convicted and executed via the electric chair. So there's a happy ending to this one. Oh. My baby is crying. He's crying. <laughs> He's singing. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> so before he became Albert Hamilton, he was just Hamilton Fish. And he was born in Washington, D.C. to Randall Fish. Washington Heights. And um, he said he had been named after Hamilton Hamilton Fish, who was a distant relative of his. He was a fucking liar. And but his daddy was forty three years <coughs> older than his mama. Oh shit. god! It sounds right, like right, right. Fish was the youngest child, and he had three living siblings: Walter, Annie, and Edwin. He wished to just be called Albert. Who um was actually one of his dead siblings. Oh. oh. Did he assume his identity? He would actually dig him up at night and sleep with his corpse. Isn't that uh-huh. so sweet? Oh and God. he just missed him so He much. wanted to be so close to his he brother. He did this all to escape the nickname Ham and Eggs. <laughs> that he was given at an orphanage in which he spent many of his early years. Ham and Eggs and Fish. Ham and Eggs and Fish. This goes back to my story. Orphans are garbage. Oh, yeah. Orphans orphans are are terrible. Orphans are terrible. Thank you. Okay. Um, How do I get back into a 20s accent? Oh, there it goes. No, no, it doesn't. No. It's slipping. It's slipping. The Roaring 20s. The Roaring 20s. Many members of his family had mental illness. And one suffered from what they call religious mania. Oh, so uh, they he, were they were sick fucks. He wasn't Catholic. He wasn't. That was the problem. Um, he was a Protestant. His dad was a riverboat captain. Um, Gambling addiction. And but eventually he became a fertilizer manufacturer. Did you just shit in the field? <laughs> <laughs> How do you go from a riverboat captain to a 
You manufacture fertilizer. Well, you, you see, just buy some cows and let them shit, <laughs> and then you chuck them at people. What happened was. <laughs> He got very, very ill, and he couldn't be trusted to be a captain of a riverboat. Captain boat. of boat. But he shit his pants <laughs> He's like, I got another idea. Fertilizer. Hear me out. Fish fertilizer. Uh-huh. Coming to a store near you. Okay. Anyways, he was in an orphanage for a bit after his dad died, because his dad was old as fuck. Okay. And um, his mom was oh, like, "Oh yeah, because he was eighty years older than his yeah. wife." Yeah, and his mom was like, "I can't, I can't take care of you. I don't got this money." But at the orphanage, he was whipped and beaten there, and mm. um, this is where he discovered that he liked the sensation of physical pain. Okay, oh. as we um, all like, do. Yes, the beatings would often um, give him arouse a, him. A, yeah, he was aroused by them. And uh, all the other orphans teased him for this. And then he's like, I'll show you one of these days. I'll show you. And, um, Walking around with an erection. Yeah. <laughs> Slapping people in the face. Uh-huh. I'm going to show you. Oh, what. this this is going to be a little. He killed orphans. Not yet. Oh, okay. At the age of Not 12. <laughs> at the age of 12, he um started a homosexual relationship with a telegraph boy. Oh. He was into it. And uh good for him. The that boy taught him how to drink urine what? and um Oh, okay. How to be a peeping tom basically. Oh. And he would spend a lot of weekends uh just doing that. Drinking urine and watching people get undressed. <laughs> what a beautiful Gay relationship he was in. Anyways, as he got older, he was like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to see, see more of the city. D.C. is too small for me. I'm going to go to New York. New York. And this is where he became a male you. prostitute. Male prostitute. Oh, he became a prostitute. Oh. But he was a prostitute, but he would rape young boys. Oh. Oh. And, um... Eventually, his mom was like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing up in New York. Like, what are you doing with your life? You need to get married. You need to settle down, honey. Stop. And so she arranged a marriage. Um, they, the woman was about nine years younger than him. They ended up having six kids. One was named Albert because oh. that was the name he wanted. Oh. Um, Anna, they had Anna, Gertrude, Eugene, John, and Henry. Oh my god, they had so many kids. So many kids. Um, eventually he was arrested for embezzlement and was sentenced uh, to be in Sing Sing prison in 1903. And he, he regularly had sex with many people in prison. Sounds like he liked it there. He, it was a perfect spot for him. He, they should have just left him in prison. Yeah. And um, eventually, when he was released, he started working as a house painter. As he was painting houses, he he was molesting children. There was paint all over them, I guess. <laughs> Don't never catch me. <laughs> this kid I should not be making a joke about this, but I am. Yeah. It's like when you rob a bank and they put those money packs that explode. Mm-hmm. But instead, these are molested children covered yeah. in paint. Yeah. Fun fact, we don't use those anymore. Yeah. How do you... Oh, I can't ask that. What? So how do you tell? Like, how do you... What happens if someone... Ro- you just give them money? You just give them money. Oh, okay. 
We have cameras. No, that's true. So, um, eventually, they I mean, use he, them was, just for he was, he was molesting children. Yes. Okay. Right. But he also had, like, many gay lovers on the side because he was a married man now. Okay. He had, he had, um, one of these lovers took him to wax museum and that's when he was like oh i like that okay um he became fascinated by the bisection of a penis oh, oh. from from this trip and um he developed a morbid interest in castration okay. oh god during a relationship with a mentally retarded man. These are words that I'm reading off of a screen. I had nothing to do with this. Fish attempted to castrate him after tying him up. Um, the guy um, got scared, obviously. Yeah. He was trying, mm-hmm. They were trying to castrate him. And he was like, fuck off, and ran. Good. And, um... Anyways... This was, I mean, there was uh, there was already a spiral happening here. Yeah, um, he started going to brothels and he was asking them to whip him and beat him and shit like that. Shit on him. Yeah, they they would just basically do all the worst things, but like he liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually, his wife is like, "What the fuck." I don't know if she found out about any of this, but she's like, um, I'm leaving you for the handyman that's been fixing our house. Ooh. Oh, he's been fixing something he had else, been fixing too. Her. Mm-hmm. And um, after this, for I some reason... squeaky wheel. Oh, I thought you were my brother coming into my room, and I was like, oh, God, he's hearing all the terrible stories. <laughs> I don't sound like Calvin. No, but I thought the door opened, and then your voice was coming from Meh. that direction. <laughs> So my first logical explanation for it was Calvin. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, after his wife left him, he started hearing voices. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. And um, then he, because of that, he wrapped himself up in a carpet. Okay. And he explained that he was only following the instructions given to him by John the Apostle. Okay. Oh. See, John, he doesn't speak to me. No. No. Um, Peter. Peter. On the other hand. Peter speaks to me. Yeah. I hear from Judas sometimes. Judah, uh, on occasion. Judah, 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 Judah. And Jesus is always with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I walk with him. Do you? I do. Well, anyways, this motherfucker was sick. He was sick. Um, disgusting. Disgusting. So he already had a lot of victims but he didn't kill anyone anyways um he started doing shit like putting pins in his penis and uh trying to um give himself the pleasure of pain but also trying to see what worked for him Uh like what got him off and then he was like it's not enough to just do it on myself i want to start doing it on everybody else okay so many of his victims were kids. Oh, Jesus because Christ. they were just easier to, to manipulate, manipulate and control. Though he had a preference for boys, it, it was a lot of girls that he um, made his victims. I don't know if they were more impressionable or what. But um, as far as they know, he only 
had three victims because they only found three bodies. But he said that there was at least more than ten. Mm. He doesn't remember. Um, some things he was into was, other than being a sex pervert, as it's listed here, he uh, participated in cannibalism. He would take off body parts and eat them and oh, see God. if it caught, um, brought him pleasure. He uh, was into um, messing with um, genitals. He'll cut, he'd cut them off the bodies and basically dissect them. Okay. He was just very much into things like that. And this is all happening in the 20s. <laughs> By the way. Disgusting. Just so you know. <clears throat> this is what his face looks like. Doesn't he look creepy? He's terrifying. Oh. Mm-hmm. Creepy motherfucker. Um, what else? What else? He wasn't, even though most of his crimes took place in the 20s, it wasn't until 1934 that he was caught. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was executed by electric chair in Sing Sing in 1936. Okay. Let's see. What led to his capture? Ooh! So apparently, how they found out was because you know how his wife like left him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would go um, stay at boarding houses for a period of time. Okay. And one of these instances that he was staying somewhere else, he um, had left some weird shit on it. I think there was like sheets. Well, no, no, no. There was an envelope. Sheets with blood, but also there was an envelope addressed to somebody else with money inside of it, and it. they found out that it was one of the kids that had been missing in the area. Oh, God. And he had stolen the money from it, and they connected him to that murder. That okay. Way. Okay. And, um... Anyways, when they were like, hey, what the fuck is this all about? He was like, ah, you caught me. And then tried to kill the person who was like, insinuating that he had something to do with this kid's disappearance. Uh-huh. And um, they were able to fight him off and basically hold him until... Well, he looks like a weird old man, yeah. so... And then they basically j- just um, got him to confess to everything. Because he's like, I'm a sick fuck. You've never heard of anything like me. And what, motherfuckers? And then they're just like, um, we're just going to put you away forever. And That's did. fair. Mm-hmm. And he died there. Good. Good. I'd go into more detail, but we're not that kind of puck. We're not. Also, my alcohol is starting to uh, wear off. That's good, though, because then we don't have to Uber. <laughs> we oh. can save $60. Oh, could we? Yeah, because I'm pretty sober now. Okay. I have good eat. And then I'll be fine. I'm so hungry. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, that's the end of my story, because it just gets darker and darker and further and further. Anyways, Albert Fish, the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. The stuff of nightmares, Albert They should have just kept him in prison so he could have sex with other men that yep. liked it. Yeah. Um, uh, what? what did we talk about last week? Game shows. Game, Game shows. shows. Um, I talked about Michael Larson. Uh-huh. That was a true story. That was completely true. All those twists and turns, real. Crazy. Wow. 
Um, I talked about a game show on the Game Show Network called mm-hmm. Treasure Trove. Um, that was actually just the plot of an episode of Monk. Oh. From season three called Mr. Monk and the Game Show. Nice. Yeah. I really liked Monk. And as soon as we thought of like the topic for game shows, I was like, I'm doing that. Mm. I no. changed it up a little bit because... What's his face? Tony Shalhoub is one of my favorite actors. He's so good. Yeah. He's a really good actor. I love him. He's on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel he is on as Marvelous the Mrs. dad, Mrs. Maisel, yeah. and he's so good. He's one of my favorites. That's why I loved Monk. I watched all of you it. You need to watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I watched the first season. I only watched all three in like one I did. Week. I did watch it in like two weeks. Um, oh, I talked about Rodney Alcala, the um, dating game killer. Mm-hmm. He, um, that's a real thing. He's still alive. He's in prison. He's on death row in California, but um, like let's write him a letter. It's, Ooh, everything is letter. on hold since we don't have a death penalty currently. You know. Oh, we should transfer him to another prison. Anyways, he's Out a terrible state. person, <laughs> and they are still um, they have the pictures of multiple women that he's taken over the years that he was active posted somewhere. So if you might know any of them, you could tell them. And then they'll investigate because there are so many Jane Doe's. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was a true story, and I wish it wasn't. I wish it wasn't. Also, you know what was true? Um, I was uh, I was in the audience of The Price Is Right. February twenty sixth, guys. February Watch 26th. February twenty sixth. Make memes of me. I don't know what I'll do that's gonna be meme worthy, but like, let's hope that there's something there. Woo! Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, look us up on Instagram, Facebook, oh, yes. Twitter, BB Michelada. Or the Body the or Blood, the body Michelada. blood Michelada. Michelada. Look at our Patreon. We don't have anything on there, but give us money. Um, um, we're making money moves. Yeah, we need um, money. I will be putting up all of our recipes for the new beverages uh, Tuesdays when the drink when the videos launch. Yeah. Not videos. videos. We don't have videos. When when, when our movie launch. comes out. When our movie comes out. When the movie comes out. When the talkies are here. Speaking of talkies, where Speaking are talkies. those chips? Thanks guys. Um, Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.